0: is my first episode of the drunken jaguar yeah very creative name i know thank you thank you so i wanted to start by introducing myself my name is ased i am a diehard hard jaguars fan i always have been you know it started when i was a kid i would say in california i guess i was supposed to be a 49ers fan my dad kind of like the cowboys well we all love football that's all that's important But growing up, I fell in love with the Jaguars, and I can't even remember why or how it happened. I mean, I was born in 94, so I guess as I was growing up, the Jaguars were new, and they were good. Maybe that's a reason. But I have been a Jaguars fan since I was a kid, and now I live in Denver. Well, around Denver, Aurora. It's like a suburb of Denver. And... You know, it's kind of weird being a football fan here. You know, the Denver Broncos, they have have a huge football culture. They're very good. They're accomplished. They've done a lot in their history. And, you know, they won a Super Bowl recently. And it broke my heart to see them win and celebrate. And the Jaguars haven't done much. Well, since a couple years ago. Anyway, so what I hope to accomplish with this podcast is kind of speak to other fans, you know. Of course, some fans are going to know more than other fans about football. And I'm going to know more than the average person. But a lot of people are going to know more than me. But I'm going to give you my opinion and my input on things. Because, really, a lot of people you know, in the media, they all talk out of their ass. So why can't I talk out of my ass a little bit? You know, it wouldn't make sense. So around here, I would say pretty much... Everyone's a Broncos fan. Well, I mean, a ton of people are Broncos fans. Um, Broncos, country, you know, it's a big deal here. For example, if you go to, like, Nebraska, Wyoming, all these places around Colorado, they are all Broncos fans. You'll see Broncos stuff everywhere. Pretty interesting. But um, my friends, personally, they... I don't have that many friends that are Broncos fans, I would say. I mean, I got a Bills fan, a Texans fan, a Bengals fan, a Dolphins fan, really 10 to 12 teams, Patriots, Chargers, stuff like that, which is pretty cool because I get to pay attention to other teams and, you know, see what they're doing, you know, see what players they have and just, you know, kind of get to learn about other teams, which is really cool. Um, and I'm going to actually try to have some of my friends uh here on the show as guests when we play their teams if we do play their teams I mean I do have a good friend who's a Texans fan I'm going to try to have him on next week and you know it's a division rivalry every year we get together and we watch both of the games it's a lot of fun um, next week when we play the Texans we're actually going to go to the a Texans bar uh, in Denver so that'll be a good time I went there last year and they're loud they're fun of course it was week 17 and you know our season was over so it didn't really matter for us but um that should be a lot of fun and i look forward to having some of my friends on and they can kind of tell you about other teams since you know us the jaguars fans sometimes we only get a chance to watch the jaguars and we don't get a chance to watch other teams so it'll be interesting to hear you know other people's opinions on their own teams and you know we could bicker we could talk just like when I'm talking to my friends about football it's it's a lot of arguing, a lot of shit talking, so I look forward to that. that'll be a lot of fun, okay, let's talk a little bit of jaguar, shall we so I have been you know kind of out of the action, so I'm starting now, so you know all the draft coverage and stuff, yeah, I missed it. I'm sorry, but let's talk about that week three pre preseason game, really good, well. Oh. Not that good. We lost 0-4 in the preseason. Oh, well. But we got a really good look at Josh Allen and a really good look at Taven Bryan. So the second we drafted Taven Bryan, I was kind of stunned. I really wanted to get Lamar Lamar Jackson, <clears throat> and we ended up drafting Taven Bryan. I didn't really know much about him, but I didn't know that i was gonna find out a lot about him so last season you know it was kind of a mess we saw him make some mistakes and stuff and then like in the preseason it seemed like every time josh allen made a play tave and brian made a play to like cancel it out and josh allen was a beast and i know all jaguars fans and media members and other people that do uh podcasts for uh, big cat country were like damn Josh Allen can play. And that was the first thing I thought. I was like, Josh Allen, Calais Campbell, Yannick Ngakwe, Marcel Darius. This offensive line, or this defensive line is going to be so good. And we need it to be good. We need it to be how it was a couple years ago. You know, when we we're second in the league in the sacks or whatever. But I thought we were the most dominant defense. And some people said that the you know the d-line made it easy for the secondary i personally thought that the secondary <clears throat> was the strong part and they covered so well that it made it easier for the pass rush to get sacks and stuff so it kind of like upped the stats of the pass rush but whatever that's that's long gone anyways so josh allen man ah, he looks so good he looks so good. I'm glad we drafted the best available player. I know some people wanted TJ Hawkinson. I kind of wanted him too because, I mean, we haven't really had a tight end since Mercedes Lewis was like in his, you know, prime or whatever you'd call it, you know, when he was good. And I kind of miss having a tight end. But, you know, we we got uh, Josh Oliver. We'll see how that pans out. Um, other preseason notes, I would say Nick Foles. He seems to like D D Westbrook a lot, right? I mean, he targeted him seven times, I believe. I don't have like the number in front of me, but um he loves D D Westbrook. Which is interesting because, you know, a lot of analysts and stuff say D D's gonna have a breakout year and whatnot, but which I actually believe is true. You know, D.D., he was a Heisman finalist, he was a Balindnikov winner, and I was expecting sparks out of him immediately, so I mean if it if now is his time to get out there and make some noise, then shit. I hope it's this year. I really do. I really do. Um so Gardner Minshew, he is our backup. I don't know, he's just he's small. He's skinny. I mean he came from an offense, uh, with Mike Leach in Washington State. They love throwing the ball. I don't know. I mean, if you watch college football, you know Washington State. They throw the ball all game. But we'll see how, how it pans out with Garner and stuff. Hopefully uh, Nick Foles stays healthy. We don't have to deal with that. And worst case, I mean, how much worse can Garner be compared to Blake Bortles? Even though I love Blake. Let's not get it twisted. I do love Blake Bortles. But, you know, on the field, Yeah. He made me pull out my hair a couple times, um, almost break a couple TVs. Yeah, good times. Good times with Blake, um, but I wish him the best in L.A. Hopefully he gets himself a ring, you know. If, if we can't win, hopefully L.A. does. Blake gets a ring and, you know, a little something for his resume. Anyways, so next up, um, I want to talk about the running game in the O-line. So a couple of years ago when we made the playoffs, our O-line, it wasn't like projected to be like you know top notch or anything and it ended up being pretty good you know um of course cam robinson he's had some injury problems and stuff and he was supposed to be you know kind of the shit too but we need to see that online be good again last year i was kind of defending blake portals because you know our online was really bad like i mean no one can throw a football unless you're tom brady drew Brees. you know you release it within two seconds you know second and a half but some quarterbacks that aren't as good they need some time they need the play to develop and I think that's what makes people like Jared Goff good I think when he has time he's good and really any quarterback I feel like I could go out there and be a pretty good quarterback if I had you know three four four and a half seconds five seconds but that's a different story um the running game it's a big deal this year I mean we are kind of all in all Leonard Fournette I know after his rookie year, a lot of people were high on him. I was high on him. I ran off, bought a jersey and stuff. You know, he just has this great year. And then last year, it was not good. I mean, we know he was injured, and then he comes back, and then, you know, there's off the field problems, and then he's getting in fights with the Bills and stuff. Like, we don't need all that, Leonard. You know, we. Want a running back that is gonna be there for us? We've had that before. We had that with MJD for years. We had that with Fred Taylor, and now we need that with Leonard Fournette. We need him. Um, I did hear another uh, Jaguars podcast say he's the most important player in the offense. I don't know if I totally agree with that because I don't think he's like the most important player. Of course, because running back running backs are just kind of expendable, anyways. Just toss them out. You know, anyone, uh, pretty much anyone flourish you know but um i really hope leonard can have a good year you know i wanted to pick him up in fantasy and i was like i can't trust that guy and i was kind of talking shit to the person that picked him up i was like yeah you can have a nice uh, little 600 yard season if that even if he's healthy but we'll see what he does um i want to shift to wide receivers so this is a pretty big concern actually for me but I don't know. I don't know if other people are like comfortable with this, but I'm really not. So we got Dee. Dee. We know that. We got Chris Conley from Kansas City or whatever. And then we have DJ Chark. Yeah, he's gone into second season. And people kind of have high hopes for DJ, which I really like. You know, he's long. He's fast. I mean, he could be a good deep ball receiver. Last year you saw, like, little flashes from him, but then you never saw anything too excellent, you know. But of course, you can always say that like the O-line was bad. And who the hell was throwing him the football? Blake Bortles. Great. Not the best thrower. Pretty bad form. Late release. Wobbly ball. I don't know if he really had the chemistry down with D.D. Or really anyone. But I think this will be a big season for D.D. You know, he has Nick Foles. We already saw in the preseason that Nick Foles like, likes him. He likes targeting him the analysts all the fantasy experts like oh dd's gonna have a breakout season shit i really hope he does because i drafted him in fantasy and i need you dd i need you um chris conley i think chris conley's a solid receiver but i think he's average at best to be honest um he's not i mean he's not a first string receiver to me you know he's not he's not gonna get you a thousand yards in my opinion uh dj chark you know i think he's i think he is special and he can do things that we need and he could be that that playmaker that we need but you know again you have to see with him it's his sophomore season and you know he's got to have he's got to put up some numbers and this season the difference is he's gonna he's gonna get a lot of playing time compared to last season i know the jaguars didn't play him that much last year not too much but when he did play, there were some flashes. There were some bad things too. I saw some bad things. Ah, it's so hard to remember back to last year. I wish I could just go back and watch tape on everyone. My thoughts aren't aren't fresh, but um, Keelan Cole. So as so in week three of preseason, I saw he was taking punt returns and stuff. I see that they're like trying to transition him into kind of like some special teams kinds of things and we know Keelan has great hands. I mean, I remember after that, um, catch against New England, I was going crazy. And I remember, um, a couple years ago when we went to the playoffs, the catch against um Seattle deep right after halftime. I was like, ah, this guy, Keelan Cole, man. I really thought Keelan Cole was gonna have a breakout year last year and it kinda really didn't pan out, which is okay. I was "Ah, he's like my I just have high hopes from I don't know I like the underdog story anyways you know he's undrafted and stuff but he is a good player and I hope he kind of gets a chance but like time is kind of ticking for him you know he had a lot of drops last year and stuff and it was not a good season for him he got benched and it was not going well and I was actually starting to believe like Keenan McCardell was like believing in him and like they were ready to make keelan cole you know your number two receiver like he's he's the guy there and now it feels like he's dropped to like four or five on the depth chart which is fine i just hope he gets a chance to work his way back into the offense because i think he is a special player he has great hands even um i believe it was in training camp or something i saw a video earlier in the summer where he um made an incredible catch again i was like damn the dude has great hands i mean maybe just have the best speed or you know the best route running or whatever but he has good hands he has really good hands so I definitely hope to see him you know get back in the mix of things I really want him to play but we will see because you know you got to give the other guys a chance to play as well Um. so we're going in to week one and I'm so excited I really am so excited so first I want to start off by saying Thank God for the Denver Broncos playing on Monday night. Um, I think we're all familiar with how the TV schedules work. You know, most times the AFC will play on CBS, and the NFC will play on Fox or whatever. And Kansas City, obviously a division rival for Denver, and not too far, is, you know, they they have a big football fan base themselves. But anyways, point being the Jaguars and Chiefs will be playing on CBS here, so, you know, usually I go to a bar or whatever to watch the Jaguars games, because I don't have Sunday ticket, and that shit is expensive, and I don't really want to pay for it, but anyways, so the good news is the Jaguars are playing on CBS here, so I don't even have to leave the house to watch them play, and a lot of my friends' teams, they play Sunday night, Monday night, blah, blah, blah. they play the later game, two o'clock, it's a two o'clock game here, I know on the east coast, it's four o'clock or whatever which is really weird actually um yeah let's talk about that for a second so like jaguars fans you know they're used to the two o'clock game and if you're a broncos fan they get the two o'clock game but like as a jaguar fan here my games will start at 11 o'clock or one o'clock for you guys on the east coast for sorry speaking to jaguars people jacksonville fans in jacksonville or just on the east coast you know they play at one but over here it's 11 so it's you know it's an early start for us which is nice so i wake up and you're ready for football really is all it is anyway so let's talk about the game or should we not so we all remember the game last year uh it was not too pretty uh it was supposed to be like you know a pretty big game i believe tony romo and jim nance had the call on it too if I remember correctly I can't really remember but I'm pretty sure they had the goal anyways we were all looking forward to it you know the Jaguars had had just dropped I believe they dropped two I think they're one and two or they're one and one I can't remember exactly like I said but you know we didn't really know what Pat Mahomes was at that time we were like okay I'm like he's pretty good but it's been you know we want to see like a whole season of work for him well he opened our eyes pretty quickly because we were supposed to have, you know, the best defense and the best secondary. So it was supposed to be Pat Mahomes, Tyree Hill, and Travis Kelsey against our secondary. And all I remember is it was a shit show. And I was like, shit, I think we are actually in trouble. I think the Jags are in trouble. You know, this is not their best performance. And, you know, Blake was not good. And the defense was okay. They were good. But they gave up some big plays and... Kind of what led to the demise, but whatever. uh You know, we all loved the Tyree Kill and Jalen Ramsey matchup. I loved it. uh You know, it was when Jalen Ramsey called Tyree Kill a return specialist or whatever, and you know, Jalen talks his shit, which is I love. But I, I like how he's calmed down, and you know, he's pretty mature now. Well, I think he's matured a lot. But I'm excited to see the matchup again this year because. I think the stats told people that Tyree kind of won the matchup last year. And a lot of people, they'll just look at the stats and be like, okay, he had this many catches for 100 blah, blah, blah yards. So, like, yeah, he won the matchup automatically. And the same thing happened with Antonio Brown last year against Jalen Ramsey. He had some yards. One was Jalen in uh, zone coverage. And I believe it was Barry Church's fault, which gave like AB like 60 yards or something. But like to me, Jalen Ramsey like completely dominated the matchup against Antonio Brown. He dominated him, and I think he does. He has kind of the same mindset with Tyreek. Hill. They're smaller guys. He gets up in their face. He bumps them. He's very physical with them, and he makes you makes you pay at the line of scrimmage. And you know, if you make a wide receiver pay at the line of scrimmage, if you waste half a second, a second off their off their time, that could lead to a sack, and that's your number number one option gone. So it'll definitely be interesting. I think Jalen Ramsey did a pretty good job on him. I do remember him getting burnt for sure once last year, but it was overthrown by Mahomes, I believe. And then he needed to get beat one more time later in the game. But as a corner, you know, you're not going to win them all. I mean, a great receiver is usually going to be a great corner, you know, a couple times a game. So that's just what's going to happen. What do I hope to see? I hope to see Josh Allen tear shit up. I mean we got to make Pat Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable. I don't know how he's going to look exactly because it is week 1 and you know everyone's a little shaky and not everyone, you know, there's just a lot of a lot of new things. A lot of you know there's new plays, there's new personnel, there's a bunch of new stuff. So and you know it is it's not as sophomore season, but it's kind of a sophomore season and people say there's a sophomore slump who knows i don't see it with patrick mahomes i think he's great i think he's elite i think he's one of the best in the league and he's like the face of the league right now but i do believe in our defense i don't know how much i believe in our secondary i mean pff says aj boy had a pretty good year last year in my eyes i don't think he was that great barry church was fucking terrible last year he was terrible oh my goodness I was losing my mind over Barry Church and then Tashawn Gibson you know I actually really like him and I think he'll be a good fit in Houston but we got to see what our new pieces in secondary can do you know they're younger they're inexperienced and you know it's a lot of new faces and this is a new Jaguars team really but I really hope to see Josh Allen try to make an impact I I can't wait to see what he does like week one I want to see if like that preseason game was just a show or if if that was some real shit like if he's that good is is he gonna be like that every game because if he is then we have a we have a player we have a guy and it'll be dangerous with him and yannick and calais campbell that's all i have to say um so let's uh move off of that game a little bit we'll we'll see what happens we'll see what happens but let's congratulate miles jack he did get paid and you could tell I don't know, Jalen Ramsey like commented on one of his pictures on Instagram, and I don't think he was exactly salty because I know he was happy for his teammate, but he's like, why the fuck are they not paying me, right? And are they going to pay Jalen? Are they going to pay Yannick? It's just funny that they ended up paying Miles Jack or whatever. And Jalen really wants to keep them three together. I think he said something along the lines of, I wish um, all three of us you know, could be together or whatever. And... Shit. I hope so, too. I think we have to keep this defense intact, especially because we don't know what our offense is. We literally don't know. Like, we don't know how good Nick Foles is going to be. We don't know how long he can play for. We don't know how effective he's going to be. We don't know what Leonard Fournette is after last year, which there's a lot of questions on the offense. I mean, there's questions on the defense, too, but they have done something to prove themselves. The offense has been iffy for a very long time but that's all i have to say a very long time so i'm sure all jaguars fans like hope to see you know a good jaguars offense because how miserable have the days been i know all jaguars fans know what i'm talking about just three and outs on three and outs and punt after punt after punt it's pretty bad but we have nick Foles. i mean i don't know i mean he is proven i get it you got the super bowl but he's never been like the main guy you know he was the backup he's the backup but now you're you're number one and like you're playing the full season and we need you every single game it's not like oh after this guy gets hurt you know you're gonna come in and finish this shit up for us but we'll see what he does and you know people say Nick Foles had a lot of playmakers you know in Philly and I think we have some playmakers too and to me I mean they had playmakers but they weren't like anyone like exceptional you know Like Nelson Aguilar? You don't think Didi Westbrook's better than Nelson Aguilar? Really? I mean, I get to have Alshon Jeffrey, but that's another story. A a big wide receiver. Hey, Jags, maybe um, find a big, tall wide receiver, a jump ball getter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we had one. And we let him go. Thanks, Jaguars. Miss you, Allen. Anyways, so next week we'll kind of talk more about Nick Foles and like how he looked in a full game because it'll give us a better idea of, you know, where he is and how the offense is. And, you know, he has his, you know, old old quarterbacks coach or whatever. And he just got fired as OC in Minnesota. So we'll definitely see where that goes. It's going to be very interesting. So let's shift to this some NFL news. I know last week Andrew Luck retired at. It's pretty sad you know he's was one of the bright faces of the nfl even though they were a division rival of us and you know i don't really like the colts i really like andrew luck and it's really sad to see him go but there's no jacoby Brissett is not a slouch i'll tell you that he is a good quarterback i know um uh, a couple of years ago when we played them though jalen really got the best of him and he didn't look too good against us but jacoby's a good quarterback you know and, you know, Jacoby just got paid. I think that I, that'll that motivate him a little bit. And I look forward to seeing Jacoby Brissett play, actually, because that team's actually pretty interesting. You know, they got their own line fixed up. Funny because now Angelic's gone. But I like Marlon Mack a lot. I think he's a pretty special player. You know, they have three running backs. They got Wilkins and then they have Naeem Hines. But they'll definitely go through Marlon Mack. He was hurt last year a lot. So, you know, they kind of went with the young guns. But it'll definitely be Marlon Mack this year uh other news in the division lamar miller you know he he got hurt he's done for the season and then also for houston clowney has gone and that's one pass rusher that we don't have to worry about anymore thank god i mean that guy's a beast and he called blake bortles trash which might be true but get the fuck off my boy's nuts um so, yeah, Jadavion's gone. It's just J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt did have a good good year last year. I know people were kind of hating on him, saying he was, like, winded and stuff. He did have a, a pretty good year. But I don't know. Maybe a lot of that came from Clowney's production on the other side. We'll see. We'll see how they do. Um, They did get uh, Laramie Tunsil, which they obviously needed a left tackle. I mean, they need a whole new offensive line, really. But, you know, they can't see Deshaun Watson on his ass anymore. Like, that is their future, and they have to protect them. So I I, I kind of agree with what the Texans did. I'm sure Clowney's a huge loss, but I think Tunsil's a pretty good pickup and a start to protecting Deshaun Watson, which is what's really important right now. Um, so the impact that'll have on the division is, like, all all that happening is, I think we can win the division. I really do. I mean sure I am being hopeful and optimistic and I know as the season goes on I probably won't be as optimistic but I really think we can win the division just like this team as is if Nick Foles is even like if he's above average and our receivers look all right I mean I think our defense is gonna be top five this year so I mean it's really up to the offense we'll see what happens Uh, on to other news I listen to Colin Coward show a lot and well sadly I don't know he has something against the Jaguars I don't know what it is and he always goes by ownership and all line and quarterback and all kinds of bullshit which I actually do love his opinions and stuff but like nah. never has much good to say about the Jags he thinks we're gonna be last the Titans are like his sleeper team like going to the playoffs and he loves the Texans he loves Deshaun Watson he loves Andrew Luck like loves loves Andrew Luck who's obviously gone now but he still thinks the Colts are gonna be good and he still thinks that we're going to finish last in the division. So I'm remembering that, coward. I'm remembering. So I hope we can prove him wrong. I really do. Uh, his prediction last year about us was actually correct. You kind of said we are going to be ass, and we were ass, so we need to turn it around this year for sure. Um. So let's get off the Jags, talk about some other NFL news. Football starts tomorrow, today, whenever wednesday thursday it's thursday so thursday night football it's chicago and green bay so they moved off the uh super bowl winner this year so it will not be the patriots playing and it's you know maybe the best rivalry in the nfl of chicago green bay not maybe not as of late but you know historically it definitely is but this year it'll be a pretty good matchup uh, at chicago and green bay we get to see some old jags for sure um Allen Robinson, one of my favorite players in the league. And I, oh man, the heartbreak, the drive last year. They get into field goal range and Parky missed the field goal. And that was just, Allen Robinson was going nuts on that drive. He was going nuts. Really great player. I really miss A-Rob. Um, and then we get to see uh, Nathaniel Hackett, who's, you know, he's not calling plays, but he's is offensive coordinator for the Packers now. God knows how he got the job and I don't know if he's going to be that great. I wasn't that big of a fan of him, but, I mean, he did have Blake Bortles. He he made it work. I just was not a fan of the play calling here, and I think the play calling kind of fucked us over in the AFC Championship game, even though we got fucked over by other things. But that was definitely a big deal for sure. So uh, we, get, we get a good look at some old Jaguars. It's always interesting to see what people do when they lead the Jaguars. Is it going to be better or worse? Was it here? was it us was it them you know that kind of thing so i definitely look forward to the game i'm always rooting for alan robinson so hopefully he takes off definitely have him on my fantasy team too could not pass up on him so can't wait to watch that uh next up I'm just gonna talk about some random stuff man because you know you don't want to take this too seriously. you don't want to dig too deep let's talk about just random stuff you know um i had this in my notes even though my podcast is kind of like later now i was gonna do it last week to start off but i still haven't had a popeye's chicken sandwich and i kind of feel left out like i really wanted one but i can't stand the hype i hate like social media because like they hype up things too much and then you're you know they just hype up everything just everything goes viral and then Social media is a reason. Popeyes chicken sandwich is so good, and I was like, "Dude, I've been eating. I, I mean, I eat Popeyes every Tuesday. Not every Tuesday, but damn near every Tuesday." And I didn't need a chicken sandwich, but I heard the lines were freaking insane. So I, I wasn't even willing to wait in a line. So screw that. But I'll go back to Chick Fil A and go back to Old Reliable. I feel like people are like saying Popeyes is like. A lot better than Chick Fil A and stuff. And honestly, I don't buy it yet. I really don't buy it. I can't buy into the hype yet. And you got to you got to do it consistently, you know. So definitely Chick Fil A for now. Um, apparently, they're out of Popeye sandwiches everywhere right now. So when I do get a chance, I'll give you an update of how it is. Uh, so what else we got? Uh, my fantasy draft was last Sunday, and great time it was hot as shit we do a live draft 12 man league and it's been kind of a tradition i think we've been doing it like five six years and it was a great time i think i have a pretty good team i ended up having the third pick i took uh christian mccaffrey and then on the way back around i believe i took dalvin cook who i ended up trading because i ended up getting antonio brown oddly enough so i'm i feel kind of stacked i got um Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, and I got Austin Eckler and Christian McCaffrey at running back, and then my wide receivers are my favorite. Uh, I got AB, which I just acquired, so I'm going to have to play him. And I got my boy, Allen Robinson, you know. And then, of course, DD. Hopefully, DD um, plays really well. But he is going to start off on my bench because I got Tyler Boyd, and I think Tyler Boyd's going to have a really good year with AJ Green out, and he was really good last year, in my opinion. Um so I'm definitely excited about fantasy football and I've been kind of been in the shitter the last few years cuz everyone else makes fun of me for how I draft cuz I always draft jaguars and draft with my heart. So I kind of tried not to but I kind of still got my jaguars. So the last thing I want to talk about is um I don't know, you know, everyone watches Netflix, so I watched season three of qb1 which is a show that follows like three high school quarterbacks that you know are some of the best in the nation pretty much not all are like top top quarterbacks but uh it's it's really fun show it just follows around like high school you know three high school quarterbacks kind of takes you into their personal life and you know how they are on the field off the field it's very interesting to see you know how these players grow up. And I think the show is going to be around for a very long time because people love it. And in the first season, they had uh, Jake Fromm on it. And, you know, he's a the Georgia quarterback right now, and he is definitely going to get drafted this coming up year. Very good quarterback. And then last last season, they had Justin Fields, who's at Ohio State right now. So they definitely get quarterbacks that are pretty good and definitely have potential of making the NFL And this year they had this uh, kid Spencer Radler who was a quarterback uh, in Arizona I think Phoenix or something like that and I mean he was a cocky arrogant bastard but looks like the dude could play I'll tell you that look good but he ended up uh, going to Oklahoma so it's gonna be interesting to see what he does of course Jalen Hurts is there and he has a job right now so we'll see maybe next year maybe a couple years he's actually the third string right now but We'll see what happens with that. If you haven't seen the show, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's a great show. Well, other than that, I have nothing else to talk about. All I can think about is Sunday, 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 Sunday. I cannot wait, even though probably by 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock um, Jaguars people time, I'm probably going to be crying, really sad, you know, the depression after you lose a game and your whole fucking Sunday's ruined. And your whole fucking Monday is ruined. And then by Tuesday and Wednesday, you start to get excited for another week. But I'm so excited. And I really hope this is going to be a better year for the Jaguars. I'm praying. I mean, I can't can't take it. The up and down. Well, mostly the downs. But, you know, you get one up season. And then the next season, you expect it to be, like, you know, great again. So this year, I'm feeling it. I think we're going to do great. Early season. Season prediction. I don't know. I mean, we kind of have a tough schedule. Let's go with 10, 10 and 6. We're going to win the division and we are going to beat the fucking Titans this year. Both times. Thursday night football, we are not getting embarrassed anymore. Please don't let us get embarrassed, which is nice though. We play them early in the year where usually we play them late and it either doesn't mean as much or it really doesn't mean shit. But that'll be a fun game uh, in a couple weeks. But, well, thanks for joining me today and i will see you next week and we'll talk about the you know the chiefs game and the upcoming texans game and a bunch of other shit that's going on in the nfl and i hope everyone enjoys week 1 of the nfl season see ya